Hey, Miles. Yeah, Cam? Have you ever heard of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? Of course I've heard of it. I feel like at this point, everyone has heard about it. Okay, sure, but have you ever seen it? Well, there was this one version, but I don't know if we should talk about that. Uh, I presume it's not the Disney version? Definitely not. Oh, no. no okay, no. okay. This is the Disney version, Miles. Oh. Keep your keep your head okay, in okay. the game. Yeah. yeah, no, I haven't seen it. What? <laughs> That's inconceivable, man. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Inconceivable Media. I'm Cam. I'm Miles. And I am, again, I am just baffled that you have not seen this movie. Yes, oh, come we're on, Kim. <laughs> yes, that's right. We are going to welcome back Kim after a bit of a hiatus, but it's good to have you back with us. It is good to be back, especially for something as iconic as Disney princess movies. In my defense, this movie was made four times more than my age. Hello. You, you know what? That's completely fair, because that also means that it has also been made four times uh, more. Almost my... four, I should say. Th- three times. It has certainly, uh, yes, Snow White is definitely something that has been made and made and made and unmade and reinterpreted and all sorts of things. But we're going back to, as far as film goes, the source. All right. So, yes. This is the start of a nice, fun little uh, month-long project that we're doing here at Inconceivable Media, where Kim and I are going to be introducing Miles to a bunch of princess movies, starting right at the start with Snow White. Yes, and I get to get tortured. I mean, introduced to it all. <laughs> oh, come on. It's not that bad. So the, the layout that we're going with is we've got four weeks in the month of February, so we're going to do four movies. Kim and I have picked our favorites and miles has chosen one well two i should say we've got snow white for the first choice and then what was your second choice uh my second choice was pocahontas because you won't let me take uh victory from above uh yes i mean if i had let you take victory from above that probably would have gone in the place of snow white Anyways, I still don't understand how that's a princess movie, Miles. I feel like that's something that we can get into when we get to your choice. Because what's yours, Kim? Oh man! So I decided to go with Enchanted, which is not an old movie, but it's it's basically a princess movie. It's a love story to princess movies, and it's beautiful. Yep, if you say so. And uh, my choice is going to be Sleeping Beauty. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we've got ahead of us for the month, but we should probably stick with what we're doing. So, Snow White and the Seven Doors came out in 1937. It it started Disney as far as their feature films go, because no, the seven-minute-long things like Steamboat Willie don't count as full-length animated features, Miles. Speak for yourself. It was animated, and it was the entire feature. It's a full-length feature. Yes, you're right. He's not wrong. No, you're right. He's not wrong. You are technically correct. (laughs) The best kind of correct. Yes, but according to basically, you know, the film mafia, if it's (laughs) under 60 minutes, 
it does not get considered a full-length feature. For a second, or a sec- I thought you were going to say, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> no, I... Not far off. I mean, not far off. They, they take their cues from, you know, whomever the sources are for that. And in this case, I would say, what did I say? Film mafia? Yeah, you said yes. film mafia. Yeah, yeah. well, eh. yes. I'm surprised you didn't choose the term cartel, but sure. Uh, you know, film cartel, film mafia, potato, potato. Yeah, the joke is that's my dad's company, (laughs) his cartel. You know, I don't know how many times we're going to go to that well, Miles. Well, let's dig right into this one. At least once a review, I guess. (laughs) Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is adapted, kind of from the uh, Grimm brothers uh, telling of it, uh, except there's uh, quite a few differences, I think. Absolutely quite a few differences. Mainly with the fact that uh, the evil queen simply just falls to her death as opposed to being tortured, in a way. Basically, uh, because how it works is that in Grimm fairy tales, Usually the bad something really bad happens to the bad person. Um and I believe in this one she is forced to like in the original Grimm story, she is forced to wear like basically like metal con- shoes. Metal shoes that are constantly burning. Yeah. Much like the Dunmere. They uh, they make her dance until she um if I recall, it's that the the prince orders her to dance until she like falls over from exhaustion, and then she's just gonna die or something. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, by the way, so I know normally we have like spoiler warnings and stuff like that, but okay, if you don't know Snow White, I I don't know what to say. We're we're not doing spoilers, or we are doing spoilers, but we're not doing our thing with spoilers. <laughs> yeah, and I do have to say that. For a fairy tale, there sure weren't any fairies in it. Is it? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. There weren't any fairies in no. this one. No, so I feel like a little lackluster for that. That's okay. Well. That's okay. We've got Sleeping Beauty after this. There's plenty and of fairies that in that one. Have fairies. Indeed, if you say indeed. so, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Okay, so sleep, uh, <laughs> Snow White is the one that basically started it all as far as the Disney princess marketing line goes. And it also kind of set the standard for like how animated films would be done for ever, at least as far as North American one goes. It set the standard. So, Miles, did you like this? Yes, I love the fact that it was set in North America. <laughs> it was a great choice to take a German story and put it in North America. Uh, well before the uh, before people, the, the Europe has actually found America. You mean because it has all those mule deer in it? Yeah, it has all sorts of mule deer. There's a raccoon in there? Like, what's going on here? Oh, what, a, what a great way to start a, a story. It's a story, Miles. It can do whatever the hell it wants. I feel like that's if a... If you say so. Uh, and I and I accept that their decision was to base this story in North America, not uh, not in Germany, not in Deutschland. It is kind of funny because that's going to be relevant again when we get to Pocahontas. Oh, I know. Man. Yes. Oh man! Excellent. Okay. All right. Okay. So aside from that, Miles, <laughs> did you, what about you know the watching of the movie? What did you think? Um, I'm not going to say I hated it. 
All right. <laughs> but, it well, it's a product of its time. Mm, and okay. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I would recommend watching it. Um, I mean, like, for, for those of you who don't know, because I haven't really seen a lot of Disney movies, and everybody's been coming to me going like, oh, why haven't you seen... Uh, Road to El Dorado. Why haven't you seen uh, Road to El Dorado? Uh, is not a Disney movie, it's a but movie. however, Fair are enough. you te- are you telling me you haven't seen Road to El Dorado? Uh, no, I, I thought that was a Disney movie. Okay, all right, we're gonna but, have to uh, fix that too. But anyway, so let, let me let me restart this. Okay, so you haven't seen Sleeping Beauty. You haven't seen. Um, I haven't seen Aladdin. Uh, I, seen... I have seen Aladdin. Aladdin okay, and uh, right. and like... uh, the Lion King were the two I have seen. So Tarzan, I haven't seen. Okay. Um, haven't seen like um, Great Mouse Detective. No, nope, haven't seen that one. Oh. But because I haven't seen these movies and everybody's saying it, um, I decided that I am going to watch all of Disney's movies. Mm, now, when okay. I say all of Disney's movies, I'm not talking about just the ones everybody says are relevant to the Disney princess fandom. I am talking about every single Disney movie that was made, whether it was short, long, somewhere in between, live action, cartoon, you name it, the sequels, I'm doing it all. So you're gonna so does that include the live action ones? Like you're gonna watch Mary Poppins, you're gonna watch Flubber, you're gonna watch uh, <laughs> You're gonna watch Song of the South? Yes. Okay. Yes I am. I'm going to suffer through all of it. Because even though uh, a lot of this does have the warning of, hey, look, this is a product of its time and we don't necessarily agree with these views. Right. I do think it is important to have that there. Uh, the the disclaimer is just, are, are just as important as having your um, the, mo- the show itself. But yep. to remind us of where we came from and that those things are no longer accepted, but we should at least still remember them. Absolutely. I agree with that. That being said, at some point, we will watch the acid trip that is the Three Caballeros. Oh, my god! Fair enough. Oh, it's, it's on that list. So good. <laughs> oh, man. So good. So you would recommend people see this movie, but you don't recommend that they see it specifically to see it. You recommend it as part of the experience. Yes. Uh, honestly, I kind of felt this movie was a bit of a product of its time. Right. Right. Uh, I yeah. can definitely tell... Disney is trying to get its find its footholds, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Uh, to get itself to where it is today. And I'm not going to knock it for that. Every company has to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Nobody comes from nothing. And if they do come from nothing, they're doing a great job of hiding their sources. <laughs> so if you if you trip and fumble along the way, then that just shows that you're you're trying. And by all means, they're trying. I think they did an okay job with this. But like I said, this is this is so not my style. <laughs> That's fair, Kim. Why don't you weigh in? What's uh, what do you what do you have uh, thoughts wise? Like love, hate, somewhere in between. Oh, man, I have a lot to say about this movie. The main one being just that like Snow White was you know in a coma, and then some <laughs> rando shows up and kisses her, and then all of a sudden. She's awake and oh, it's her true love. And I don't know, I don't know how I feel about just like some rando showing up and kissing her. Do you not like the? Are you saying that that sets a bad precedent for <laughs> yes. like how how girls should expect their their true love to come? Yes, absolutely. 
Absolutely. So you're saying you don't like that song then, huh? What? The... Someday my prince oh, will come. Yeah, but like I you know like, the the very first I, I want song. I know, but like I feel like she should at least like kind of like get to know the guy before he shows up and just kisses her. Oh come on, they met before <laughs> for at, like two seconds. Yeah, like, yeah, on. you know she's there in front of the well, and all of a sudden he just like gets right up next to her and he starts singing too, and then she rightfully runs away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Stranger! Stranger! Stranger danger! Don't you understand that if you just have a man come meet you and you kiss him, everything is going to be good. Like, everything's fine. Well, you know, they do go away to their castle in the clouds. But, I mean, like, that that being said, I guess I should just make more trips to downtown then. Yes. I mean, like, if you go around kissing guys downtown, I'm sure they'll pay you at least. (laughs) You can at least get something out of it. I've pretty stripped for cash. All <laughs> oh, right, was not expecting it to go there, Miles. <laughs> Neither was I, but hey, we're here now. Yeah. <laughs> here uh, we are. You know, on the topic of what I was saying with singing. So, Miles, uh, what did you think about the music and the singing? There, there was music. And there, singing. there was. I thought that's just how she was. Is uh, in she just rolls around and she just sings most of her life away. Yeah, I mean, that's literally how it opened up. So that's just how I assumed it was. You know, that's probably not a bad way to look at it, considering that for most of the film that we see her in, she's a scullery maid and she's just slaving away for the evil queen. And like, that's a good way to try to get through your horrible life, right? Makes Sing. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, when it does come to the music, I I didn't find it very inspiring. I felt it was very held back. Uh, they weren't really giving it at all. It's all. Really? Um, it was kind of just there. Huh. Okay. And you felt that about all of it? You yeah, know, the, I think The dwarves so. singing when they're working away in the mine. Well, that's just how dwarves are. Like... I mean, like, if you read Tolkien's books, that's mainly oh, yeah, what that's, they do. Yeah, they're yeah, always, yeah, yeah, they're always right. singing. Yep. Like, that's right. Yeah. That is true. It's a that very, is a very dwarf thing. That's very true. Oh, man. I can't remember if this, where this falls in li- in the timeline of, like, when The Hobbit would have come out or whatever. <sighs> Shoot. Oh, well. That's I, not, I, I that's mean, not super it, important. I guess it's also the thing about it being, like, the the 30s so it might just be how the music was kind of at that time who is to say that's a good point too um yeah well i mean even like from my background as a classically trained singer this would have been getting into kind of the neoclassical point so we had all of our fun with atonality and 12 tone and all this other really freaky stuff in the tent in the from like the aughts all the way up to kind of the like mid 1920s into the 1930s. And then they're like, no, we're going to go back to the classics, you know, all that Mozart stuff. And, you know, it'll be nice and chill and perhaps boring. Some people might say, Oh, I would say so. Yes. (laughs) You go right ahead and say that miles. I kind of feel that way about some of it too. (laughs) Isn't until we get to even personally, it isn't until we get post-World War II where things get weird again. Well, I mean, you got to, you know, somehow deal with the traumas of war. Yep, yep. And that is certainly one way to do that. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, um, well, I'd mentioned 
the dwarves um, before. So what were your... Did you have any thoughts about uh, the seven dwarves, Miles? I did, but Kimmy, what did you think about them first? Wow. Oh, that's who... Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're kind of interesting how they're all just like have these like different personalities. I feel like they don't give Dopey enough credit because he actually does some things like he's actually pretty smart with some things. So like, I feel like giving him the name Dopey is just... I don't know. I feel like it's... I feel like it's hurtful because he's more than that. It it kind of is hurtful because again, that's part of that whole product of his time. Mm-hmm. He can't talk, therefore he's dumb. I, I mean, he he is well. Dumb was a term that they use to apply to people that are mute. We don't do that anymore. Nope. But that was one of the ways that you would describe someone if they can't talk is that you would say that they're dumb. It's not necessarily saying that they are, you know, they have, uh, they're mentally retarded or anything like that. It's just, for whatever reason, they said that they were dumb. But his name is Dopey. Yeah, I know. Like... So so at that point, you're just kind of like, yeah, no. Apparently, they seem to think that he has some... Uh, Maybe me- he's just a little slower than the rest. And, but he's and not he's it... not too slow. So he's not, uh, as they would use the term, retarded. He is mm-hmm. just a little slower, so Dopey exactly. would make sense. Yeah, but the thing that I seem to find watching it is that he's not actually really slow. He's just kind of a joker, like a bit of a prankster and whatnot. And I mean, honestly, in some ways, I feel like he is certainly the more resourceful and more kind of like on the ball for certain things compared to the other dwarves. Oh, absolutely, because they're all they're all set in their ways, As like dwarf is. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he did, well, he doesn't have a beard, so I mean, is he truly a dwarf? He's a he's a baby dwarf. I don't know. Maybe that's why he's dumb. He doesn't have a beard. <laughs> he hasn't found his voice yet. No, that's yeah. a yeah. That that's they can a... only speak with beards, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know Maybe what? Maybe that's why Grumpy is that. grumpy. He doesn't have a beard either. That's true. <laughs> oh no, he, he does. He does. It's just a short. It's one. It's just really small. Yeah, uh, that's why he's. Grumpy. That's why he's grumpy. His beard is so small. (laughs) So, uh, I do have a theory when it comes to the dwarf. The dwarf singular? Yes, the dwarf. As in, there is only one dwarf, and these are all sort of a split personality. (laughs) And that's why when uh, Snow White is laying in the three beds and they they give up, or he gives up his bed for them, he can't sleep upstairs because all of his personalities have to take a bed. And if they cannot take a bed because somebody's sleeping in it, then they all have to sleep downstairs. Yo, that actually makes a lot of sense. Even more so with the fact that when you consider their names, right? Mm -hmm. Happy, sneezy, sleepy, bashful, grumpy... Nah, Doc. Doc's probably his legit name. (laughs) (laughs) They call me Doc, but then sometimes they also call me Happy, and then sometimes they call me Sneezy when it's hay fever season, and I hate it when they do that. Yep, so that's my theory, is that they are all one dwarf, and it's just multiple personalities. What if they're all these personalities of Dopey? Like, have you ever thought of that? You're right. I mean, that is also a a valid interpretation. I don't think it matters. I think it's just the fact that they are all there, and Mm -hmm. they are all one person. Yep. 
I think so, too. Yeah, I totally believe that. I would absolutely believe that. There we go. We are groundbreaking revelations in uh, the Disney world. I mean, Why? that's that's kind of nice, too. It, it's good to have these sorts of talks about it. <laughs> I mean, because otherwise you're just going to talk about, I don't know, things like how the voice actress for Snow White basically got, like, blacklisted in the industry literally because Walt Disney is like no we cannot have Snow White's voice be you know anywhere else anywhere else you know it's only the property of Walt Disney yes and that was one thing I remember reading about this uh this movie yeah I didn't know that specifically either but I mean considering the fact that she didn't even get credited for the role right probably is also why I didn't necessarily notice that at first because well, okay, A, sometimes I don't always pay attention to names and credits, especially for older movies, because I'm like, these people are all long dead, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know that sounds really, really mean and really hurtful, but I mean, it's kind of kind of the case. <laughs> these people, if they've been dead for like, lo- before I was even born, then it's like, I don't know how important that is anymore. No, they deserve credit for their role. No, yeah, they do. They do. They do, absolutely. So yeah, Adriana Casalotti, she got to do this role and then literally got to do nothing else for like most of her life because of, well, pretty much for as long as Walt Disney was alive, she could not really do any work. It says a lot about Walt Disney when you think about it. Well, he was a pretty big piece of garbage when you read up about him. Oh, yes, absolutely. Old Uncle Walt is, uh, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of like the the, the Uncle Stalin type uh, um, visage as well, where it's like you give off your public persona of being nice and warm, and then when you really get to know them, you're like, Ooh, that is not a person that I want to be on the bad side of. Yep. That's a hot needle in that haystack. Yeah, yep. exactly. Just kind of drop that potato as soon as it comes to you. Or mm-hmm. toss it to the next person. Nope, 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 nope. Don't want to deal with that. Nope. I want to live, thank you. Right. I want to unionize, thank you. Yeah. We'll all get to... <laughs> I don't think Stalin was very big on unionizing. <laughs> I mean, he was... All about collectivizing, but uh, that's not uh, that. That wasn't very pro labor either. No, but that's a conversation conversation for another day. Perhaps I mean that was something that was happening at the same time that Snow White came out. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. Everybody kind of forgets that you know, sort of like how uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and Frank. Mm-hmm. And I forget the other person. We're all born at the same time. No They're way. They're all born in the same year. No way. They would actually be in their 70s right now, I think it is. Oh, I think they oh, would no, be. No, no, no. no. They, they would. 90s, yeah, 90s. yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Wow. Yeah. They're all in the same time. That's so cool. That is so cool. Like, holy shit. But also, you know, really were, sad considering, yeah. well, okay, considering all of them. Are you referring to Malcolm X or one of the other, or somebody else? It's somebody else. Okay. It was a female. Uh, oh, oh, person. okay. The, the the female person is still alive this day. Well, that's good. Oh. But uh, um, they were all born in the same year. So, okay. Wow. If there's someone out there who's listening and knows who that mystery person that Miles is referring to, please tell us because I want to know. 
Same. I definitely want to know this information. It's certainly sad because of the Anne Frank thing. And it's just kind of like, oh, how the heck does Anne Frank relate to Martin Luther King Jr.? And then it's like, oh, they were born at the same time. Ooh. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that. So it makes you kind of like realize some stuff. It's mm. just like how a lot of people don't always realize that Cleopatra and uh, Alexander the Great were actually same era. Oh, yeah. And in fact, they even had a thing, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. it just they... makes history seem so much shorter than what you really think it is. Yeah, but I mean, that wasn't that long ago in the grand scheme of things, though. That's the other part of it. It's just like, what? Because if I recall, Alexander was like within the last BC century. So like yep. 100 BCE or something like that. Yep, that's mm-hmm. that's true. Yep. But a lot of people think of the Egyptians, they actually think it's actually BC, before Common Era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way yeah. before Common Era. Well, yeah. I mean, they're probably thinking about... Um, like 7,000 BCE in that. Well... Which, the empire was around then, mm-hmm. but it was not what it was when it was like the, mm-hmm. the 100 BC. Yep. Yeah. Well, I can't remember which Ramses it was that was there when Moses and all of them happened. But that was, I think, maybe not like a thousand years, but like a few centuries before we get to, you know, the common era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, certainly, absolutely. We're not, you know, thinking of the Babylonians and the Sumerians and whatnot, which are thousands of years ago. No, but yeah, like, it's really hard to think when you're just like, oh yeah, the whole thing with the Soviet Union happened in like the nineties, which is just kind of one of those things where you're like, huh? Well, it fell, it it fell in the eighties. Yeah. 89, I think. Yeah. yeah. Was when it like started to crumble. But I believe like. The official, like, final, yes, we are not affiliated was in 92, mm-hmm. was yeah. finally when, like, Poland, uh, Czech, yeah, yeah, and all of them were like, leave us alone, dang it, we want to be our own countries again. But yeah, like, when you think about being, like, around 30 years or so that it finally, like, fell, it just kind of puts things into a lot of perspective. It's just like a lot of people don't realize the last residential school closed in Canada in, in 96. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that was in Saskatchewan. A lot of people don't see that. Was it? Oh, I thought that was I thought that was in Alberta actually where the last one was. No, I knew I, I knew one, it was on the prairies somewhere. I think that one closed the last one in uh, Alberta closed in like 92 or 88 something. Oh, okay. Like oh, so wow. it was still, yeah. Well, wow. I no, I remember when I learned about that at the the Truth and Reconciliation Commission and I was just kind of like I have I have friends that could have potentially been in a residential school. I almost could have been. Yeah, exa- exactly, <laughs> oh, man. exactly. Uh-huh. If yeah, because my my dad was actually in uh, in uh, rural Alberta mm-hmm. when he was born, and he moved to Edmonton around uh, his teen years and was considering moving back to rural Alberta. So I could have actually been put into a residential right. school just because of that because he lived uh he basically lived just barely off the reserve yeah oh. mm-hmm. wow. even though he was metis and not actually full native but yes oh, but that still, that that's didn't crazy make a difference didn't make a yeah. difference no wow uh-huh. like it puts things into perspective when you actually start thinking about it it really does and then you know, to try to maybe pull this back from not being so... Uh, 
kind of interesting thing about, you know, how kind of like close together things were happening. So I remember reading somewhere that um, some of the influences that they got for how they were supposed to animate certain things was Walt went and told them to watch, you know, some impressionist films. Like I think Nosferatu was one of the ones that he said, go and watch this because he wanted them to watch like creepy films because this was the first time pretty much all of his animators had to do something this huge in scope. Like the way animated films are done Mm -hmm. with like the multiplane camera and all that stuff was literally created for this movie. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, I mean, we can laugh all we want about how, you know, the animals aren't the correct type of animals, but I mean, they got bigger things to worry about (laughs) than making sure they have the right deer there. But like the the scene when she's running in the forest mm-hmm. like he literally said go watch scary impressionist movies to get an idea of you know how to make this look terrifying mm-hmm. well like people also need to consider that that whole scene was probably like a couple thousand frames and that's a lot of work. Yep. That is a lot that of is a lot of Yeah, <laughs> especially back then too. Yeah. Cuz yeah, like when yeah, cuz back then when they had to do hand drawing, just mm-hmm. to do like a 10 second segment was a lot of different drawings that had to be done. So doing a whole scene like that is a couple thousand drawings that have to be done just yeah. to do that one segment it so is. that was probably like a hundred out a hundred man hours at least to mm-hmm. to make that oh absolutely like it was a, a lot of man hours go into doing animation especially back then but i mean all this really does say to me is that so there's a lot of things that we're talking about snow white but we're not really talking about the movie snow white which probably goes a whole lot to say about how we feel about the film, but it's still an important film. Absolutely, and that's generally why I recommend it. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, if you want to see where Disney got its start with its its animation films, I highly recommend watching Snow White so you have an idea of where it began. Mm Mm-hmm, exactly. But I think that's pretty much all I have to say. uh, Anyone else have anything to add? Uh, Don't kiss strangers. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Damn it, Miles. What about you, Miles? You, any 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 final thoughts? Hmm. Not really. No, I think we covered everything here. All right. Let's move on to the next, I say. Okay, we're going to move on. I suppose if we could go in chronological order, so that means that we'll be doing Sleeping Beauty next. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Fine. We'll see everyone next time. See you guys. Tune in next time when we talk about workers' compensation. Yeah. (laughs) Really?